Welcome to our 26th Amuna class with Yosef Daniel, our special guest in our holy studio next to Rav Shalom Arush. I have the merit to sit here again on our 26th class. And wow, look at Yosef Daniel, he's all lit up there on the screen. So excited. And Baruch Hashem, we have Rav Dayan Elgord, Baruch Hashem, here to translate and obviously do much more than that. And myself, Ellie Goldsmith, I actually have a name. So it's funny enough, Yosef Daniel, we're going to dedicate this class to your success and your family and to your team, if you have one, please God, and also everything you're doing to be blessed and also to the full healing, the full shlema of Tova Leah Bas Rivka, Gedalia's son. Gedalia's class last week was fire. So we dedicate this class as well. Yerachman Daniel Ben Tova Basha. And also for everyone to be rid of Corona and all have a refuah shlema. And Befrat tonight, we're also Yaakov David Ben Avra should have refuah shlema. Just went Amen. into an operation in Toronto, should have refuah shlema. We appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes and to the Rav's teachings. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to go run through a long list of beautiful feedback and questions tonight. It's quite, thank God, uh, full up. Uh, feedback experience, but we have to remember before we do that we do have the Amuna exercises, which thank God the Rav will lead us in. And as we went through all six last week, we're going to hopefully go over the main thing the Rav did. I did listen to a previous class. You can listen on SoundCloud now to the previous classes. And if you go back there, you'll hear on the class with Dovido Weinberg, the Rav asked everyone to please send in your feedback. Give the Rav Nachas how the, how, give him some pleasure, how the Amun exercises are assisting in your daily life. He wants, he wants to, he asked the Rav himself, asked you to make a color coordinated list of all the exercises. So you're going to really have to do your homework, guys. So that's just to remind everyone. Okay, straight away to the feedback. Here's the first one. Great. Many thanks to Rabbi Dr. Balin and Breslov. Wow, he should have Ilya Nishmas. Thank you for doing for this, uh, for this for us. Second one, Rabbi Yonatan Galed. We've also got a lot of purging to do. That's true. That, I think that's in reference to Gedalia's class, not when he came with us, but his own class. And balance is the key because we do post his classes weekly. Baruch Hashem. Thank you very much. Great to see you from Bogota, Colombia. My name is Jamie. Ah, looking forward to watching this video as well as looking forward to numerous authentic connections in the future. It is my belief that while there will be new connections visible, the Muna will help us notice the connections are already in our life, with truth becoming visible as the veil is lifted. One of the connections that is sure to wait for us is to reconnect how to present Hashem in our everyday life. When you learn of Mashiach's identity, you will be surprised how long Mashiach has been around our whole life. In my opinion, Muna will be a major part in bringing people together. Looking forward to, to, to the day when the world knows Amuna, one of the true lights of love that I found in my life, that is a Rebbe Nachman. And if Shem wills it, may the candle of Rebbe Nachman provide the light for our people to learn Torah through this night. In reference to a uh, class, this was all reference to Amuna, is our future class by Ellie Goldsmith. It's now 3 a.m. in the morning. This is, this is someone else wrote. And I just made me want to do an Amuna TikTok. That's a friend of mine, actually, a student from a previous school I once taught at. He wrote, three in the morning, he's watching our Amuna class. He wants to go now make an Amuna TikTok, which is very connected to what we spoke about with Mayor Kay. Um, this younger mensch is amazing. Hashem should bless him and all. Amen, amen, shalom, ahava, shalom, chazak, toda for great lecture. And that was about Rabbi Ralph Cohen. Wow. 
Hashem, in reference to Rabbi Yonatan Belish's classes. Uh, we've been getting a lot of, thank God, good feedback from all our classes. We have, thank God, a growing list. Rav, Hagodol, so beautiful. This is amazing, a reference to our last Amuna class of Gedalia. And now we have a long feedback. We're going to have to keep it short. I'm sorry if I miss anything here. But the main point is, is the person says he made Aliyah and he became a student of the Rav a few years back. And I got things in order and then I fell and then I got things in order again and I fell. And each time back and forth until a fourth time. And then he went, ended up back in America, back, forth, back, forth, coming and then leaving. And if anyone's in our reason, I kept coming back. It is because of my Rabbi Rav Orish mentioned and I heard, I believe from Yehuda Leib's Leibovitz, when Mashiach comes, Israel is going to shut its borders. And Jews outside the land will only be allowed to come in after the Mashiach completes all his work. And even then, those people will be happy to even own underwear when they finally do arrive. For the past year, Israel's borders have been in a state of contractions. Open, closed, open, closed, open, closed, just like this person's life. My motivation to have kept praying and trying is the question I ask myself. How much do I actually believe in the things my rabbi says to me? Yes, it's been painful for me to move to Israel, and it's been painful when I sometimes worry about future Panasa, although I have his bodedness and encouragement I receive from everyone here in Israel. But those painful experiences are not nearly as bad as a thought being stuck outside Israel when Mashiach comes. Even if Israel shut its borders at the moment, prayer and action can really work miracles for the person that truly wants to be here before it is completely sealed for the Mashiach. Let's please begin this class of our moon exercise for Rav. So we for sure have covered this highly requested highlight of Amuna class together. Thank you. Amazing. And one more quick, quick, quick feedback. I love you guys. And I say I love you to each other because I feel it in the distance, which I really don't exist uh, where I am because we are one. Shalom Rav's great program. Wondering, wonderful greetings from Sydney, Australia. Mashem bless you all. And Gedilia's Amuna class with Rav Arish and Rav Dinergod was awesome. Okay, that's it. We've begun. Thank you for listening to all the feedback. And now we begin with our first question. Rav Dinergod will take us away. Pleasure. Thank you very much, Rebelli. Let's start with the first question for today. Can Hitboidadut be done on Shabbat too, the same as during the week? Is there any difference? Can we ask for Hashem's help in the same way? Very nice question. <laughs> <laughs> to say thank you, you obviously have to say thank you, whether on Shabbos or whether on a weekday. <laughs> to judge all your actions and everything that you have done in the past 24 hours, that's something you must do also on Shabbat. No difference from a weekday. Why? Why? Because every day you repent for the last day that you had. And if you don't repent on Shabbos, you'll forget already on Sunday what happened on Friday, what did you do, what should you have done differently. Shabbos is tshuva. So on Shabbos also, we repent, we ask Hashem to forgive us for all the sins that we did, just like we do on every single day. 
It makes him happy to do tshuva every single day. When a person has work to do, for example, he wants to correct one of his bad traits or he's trying to sanctify himself more and more, when he has a special work to do, that is also something that you do on Shabbos exactly like during the weekday. When a person, for example, does the law of gratitude every single day where he says thank you to Hashem that I don't have, for example, I don't have livelihood, I don't have any money. That is something that you can't do on Shabbos, only during the week. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to pray for anything that has got to do with material things. Everything that belongs to spirituality. That you are allowed to do on Shabbos. And therefore, a person who is this has got to do with tshuva, repentance, there's no difference between Shabbos and between the weekdays. Because it is like the Mishnah says, that you've got to live all your life in tshuva and repentance. And the Mishnah asks, does a person know when he is going to die? Says the Mishnah, behave as if every single day is going to be the last day and repent on that day. So a person who does an hour of tshuva, an hour of repentance, there's no difference between the weekdays and between the Shabbat. One hour of tshuva of repentance is, in this world is much more valuable than the whole afterlife that a person will achieve. Well, maybe now Rabbi Yosef Daniel is going to sing us a song. Yes, Yosef Daniel, in a Zoom form. He's come here without music during the three weeks. He came here during... Uh, um, I don't exactly remember the time period, but it was a special time with the guitar, and he sang some beautiful songs to us. Now we'd love to hear from Yosef Dinel as a rabbi. On song the Zoom. On the Zoom, the first <laughs> musician on Zoom who's going to perform for us on Zoom. the menorah. In the middle. <laughs> the Midnight Rabbi, thank you so much for having me on. I um, I have prepared some songs that, these are these are fresh songs, they're new songs. The last time that I was on, uh, I shared uh, Higiyah's Man. So I will be sharing that um, actually first. So we, we, uh, we did that. I did that with the acoustic guitar and now I'm going to, um, I'm going to play a backing track with it. So it uh, should come out as best as possible, okay? Amazing. You look great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I bought this, this hat in Yerushalayim, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it has a blessing on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice touch.
<laughs> Here we go. I hope it sounded good on your side. Amazing. Our first Zoom performance side. by Joseph Daniel. Check him out. Joseph Daniel official. He's got new tracks all the time. He's doing one with Nissan Black soon. Is that right? Oh, yeah. So we've had yes, Nissan yes, Black yes, three times now in the studio in the same kind of scenario. And now we're having you also. Uh, same kind of thing. So you, you and Nissan Black are our top guests. Top <laughs> attendants. Oh, you got the black and the proud. <laughs> Daniel, we'd, we'd love to hear more from you, but we have a lot of questions still to get through, and then we'll get to Let's your get to questions. It. Let's get to Dr. it. 
Diane, I'm going to continue kindly, please. With pleasure. We have a very practical question, which is related to our Pasha, Pasha Sietroy. Someone is asking, Yitroy, one of the advices that he gave Moshe Rabbeinu was to divide the judicial jurisdiction in Amisro. I heard several times Rabbi Arush speak against this. Why? What's wrong with that advice? מישהו הרב שואל שאלה מאוד פרקטית על פרשת יתרו. הוא אומר שיתרו, אחת העצות שהוא הציע למשה רבנו זה לחלק את הסמכות המשפטית בעם ישראל, והוא שמע את כבוד הרב מדבר ואומר על כך שזו לא הייתה עצה טובה. והוא שואל למה, זה משהו שנהוג בכל העולם כולו. אז כשאני קורא בפרשת השבוע... When I read the Pasha of the week... טוב, יתרו רואה את משה מהבוקר עד הערב. Yitro sees Moshe Rabbeinu standing on his feet from morning to evening judging Am Yisrael. He doesn't exactly understand what Moshe is doing, but he can see that people are standing in line waiting for Moshe Rabbeinu. So we asked Moshe, what are you doing? Moshe said to Yitroy, the nation, Am Yisroel, they want Hashem. They're coming to me to judge between man and fellow man. They want to know what are the judges, what are the decrees of the Torah? Yitro says to him, what? What are you doing? You're going to wither and fall. When I read those words, you shall wither, I was shocked. Why? Because Yitro is speaking according to the natural way things work. Certainly is right. According to the natural way of things, if one person sits judging the whole nation from morning to evening, true, that's what's going to happen. If on this material realm, a person will do what Moshe did from morning to evening, he shall indeed wither. But what Yitroy didn't know was that when a person does mitzvahs, when he does Hashem's commandments, and such a great mitzvah like Moshe was teaching the nation of Am Yisrael Torah, and he judges between men, he makes peace between men, between man and his wife, he will only grow and grow more and more. He will become stronger. He will live longer. I saw righteous people that received an audience of people for hours and hours, every single day. And they had longevity. And they had strength. 
זה דבר אחד, דבר שהוא שני, מה הוא עשה? That is one thing. The second thing, what did Yitro do? <laughs> Yitro, he caused Moshe Rabbeinu for, for every 10 people to have a judge. <laughs> These were called the ministers of 10. For every 10 people, there was one minister who judged them. <laughs> so what now happens? Now we have more Losh and Horror, more speaking badly about one another, more disputes between people. People were saying, what? That guy? He's going to judge me? He's going to be appointed of me? What does he understand anything of life? And even after he had judgment, people would say, what? I'm not accepting his judgment. What does he know? He doesn't know anything about nothing. Yeah. אם היינו זוכים, אז מי טעה פה? מי טעה? So who was wrong here? משה רבנו נתנו לו עצה, בסדר. משה was given advice, אוקיי, he followed it. למה? וואי. ציפה שעם ישראל יגידו לא, אני לא רוצה. He expected עם ישראל to say no, that's not what we want. אתם יודעים מה היינו זוכים? אם עם ישראל אומרים לו, רוצים רק את משה, רק משה ישפוט אותנו. If we would have merited, the Am Yisrael would have said, we only want Moshe to judge us and teach us. היה לנו היום ספריות של שו"תים ממשה רבנו. We would have now libraries of הלוכק responses from who? From משה רבנו himself. כל אחד, כל אחד שיוצא, מה היה הדין? יושבים, כותבים, כותבים, עושים שו"תים. Every single person that would go out of court, he'd be asked by other people, what happened? What did Moshe Rabbeinu said? And things would be written down and we'd have responses upon responses of answers from Moshe. We would have a Torah for generations. And there'd be peace. What did Yitro do? He wanted to make things easier for Amistral and in the end, he made things even more difficult. הלכו למשפט, לא קיבלו, צריכים עכשיו ללכת לבדין אחר, ובקיצור... They went to be judged, they didn't accept it, they then had to go to a higher judge, to a higher court, and so on and so on. פה היו מקבלים, רק לראות את פני משה כדי לחכות, לא יודע כמה כמה אין זמן. Only seeing the face of משה, it's worth waiting for so long one can't even imagine. To receive from Moshe himself a Torah, the right verdict. No one can argue, no one can dispute. Moshe decreed this is the way things are supposed to be. That's the way they're going to be. True, he had to wait a bit, but in the end the problem was solved. His soul was corrected. I can speak about this till the morning. About this mistake. And about the loss that we lost. Because Amisrael didn't realize how much effort they've got to put in to put in just to merit to come closer to Moshe Rabbeinu to the Tzaddik. Well, maybe another song from Rabbi Yosef Daniel. What do you say, Rabbi Yosef? We're giving it. Oh, Yosef, you're popular today. The Rav loves your songs. The Zoom energy is working. Go. 
Okay, so this, I wanted I wanted to share a song with the Rob that I wrote uh, recently, uh, inspired from our last um, my last visit with the Rob. Uh, it's uh, it's a song that's uh, it's it's in, it's in Spanish, and um, <clears throat> it speaks about uh, uh, it speaks about Emuna. It speaks about um, Hashem's greatness. Um, and it speaks also about the love that Hashem has has for us, uh, for each and every one of us. Um, and uh, just um, one of the lines, uh, the, the the chorus um, says that uh, that Hashem nourishes every heart and every neshama. And um, and that is one of the that is one of the things that I that I got from the, uh, is that. That uh, it's a very simple um, approach that we that we need to have to Hashem, just to thank Hashem for for everything, and to say, you know, um, thank you, to say gracias, to say danke, and um, and just to just to be connected to Hashem like that, because Hashem is constantly giving us. Every single drop of air, every everything that we have, um, is is coming from Hashem. So, so this is this is a, a song called Porto Bendito Amor, and I want to dedicate it to the Rock. I don't know if you can convey that in a few sentences to the Rock. The Rock Hearts. Let's hear your song. Okay, beautiful, let's do it. <laughs> Canción, mi escudo y mi anfitrión, hacer 
Thank you. I thank you very much, Rabbi Yosef, for the beautiful song. Through your soul, even through Zoom. One can feel that you sing from your heart. Amazing. Wow, look at that. No translation. He's here in the studio. It's amazing. No translation. It's unbelievable. Wow. You're here with us. We knew you were here, really. Yeah. We, we, we won't tell the Mr. R that you came secretly through the Zoom world. <laughs> anyway, Hashem's protecting us. Please, God, from all that. I heard a beautiful sentence from the Gary Rebbe that even yeah. though our bodies are apart, our souls are together. Yes. <laughs> <Amen>. Sometimes <laughs> Amen. more Amen. than true. we realize. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That is true. I feel I feel for for a few seconds there that I was there I was there with you guys. So yeah. <laughs> I consent. So we're gonna go <laughs> to another question, and then after this last question, we'll go to your questions, please, Joseph Daniel. At some point. Okay, beautiful. And we also have to remember the Muna exercises. We mustn't forget. So we have to squeeze that in. Amuna, Targil, Amuna. Yes. Well, we're going to go on to the next question, which is a very, very practical question in what's happening today. Rabbi, unity in Amistral is something so important. What's happening? What is this lack of unity, this Lush and horror, these arguments, this dispute, this hatred? Why and what do we do? Why is it happening? Because Am Yisrael are far away from Emunah, from faith. Because if you have Emunah, if you have faith, you have one answer for everything that happens in this world. Who did this? Hashem. Hashem. And everything that Hashem does, he does it for the better good. And we are only in the hands of Hashem. And Hashem, blessed, He knows exactly what He's doing. He sees everything. He knows everything. And therefore, what is there to speak about? What is there to argue with someone else, to dispute with someone else? If that is so, all these disputes, all these arguments are coming to show us that we, Am Yisrael, are far away from Geula, from redemption. Rabbi Nachman of Breslev writes, No. That the main reason and the essence of Golos is because of the lack of emuna, the lack of faith. 
זה מראה לנו שאנחנו צריכים, צריכים הרבה הרבה שעם ישראל יקבלו אמונה. Amen. Wow, so do, can we do a Muna exercise? Could I have a shot of the Tagil be a Muna Shalayom? Certainly, of course. Today we're going to learn exercise number seven. Tivati Sadazayom. I spoke a bit about it today. In truth, we mentioned the Mishnah. The exercise is that every single day a person needs to do tshuva. He needs to repent. Tshuva for what? For the last day. Not tshuva, not repenting for your whole life. Only for the last day, the last 24 hours. This is called cheshbon nefesh, judging your soul, giving judgment to Hashem. When a person merits to do tshuva, to repent for the last day, for the last 24 hours, then he becomes a Baal Tshuva, a person who lives with Tshuva. Only a person that judges his soul, that gives his judgment to Hashem every single day on a daily basis is called a Baal Tshuva, a person who, is, who owns Tshuva, who owns repentance. And that is the highest level that exists in this world. People are mistaken. A person puts on a yamulka and people call him a Baal Tshuva, a person that did Tshuva. Baal Kippa. He's not a Baal Tshuva. He's a person who's a Baal Kippa, a person who owns a Kippa, not a person who owns Tshuva. It's good to be a person who owns a keeper, but that's not called the Baal Tshuva. That's not considered to be a man of Tshuva, a man of repentance. Even if a person learns Torah all day long and doesn't move from his spot, he's still not considered to be a man of Tshuva, a person who owns Tshuva. Only a person who judges his soul and gives a judgment to Hashem on a daily basis He is called a Baal Tshuva. Because he does Tshuva, he repents every single day. So he is a person who owns the Tshuva, he lives Tshuva repentance. There is no greater gift in this world than when a person merits to do tshuva, to repent on a daily basis, to judge his soul and to give the judgment to Hashem. Why? Because it's going to have heaven on this world. 
And after 120 years, when eventually he moves on to the heavenly realm, he will go into that realm without any judgment whatsoever. He'll have heaven on this earth. Why? Because Hashem sees that he does tshuva, repents every single day. And even though he has many more things that he needs to mend and to correct, Hashem waits for him. And even if Hashem wants him to move a bit quicker, he sends him a small hint telling him what exactly does he need to correct, what does he need to, need to do tshuva for. This is what it means when the Midrash says, if there is judgment down here on this earthly realm, there's no judgment up there in the heavenly realm. But if a person doesn't judge himself, he is judged in the heavenly realm. <laughs> oh, and they send him agony, pain and anguish. The Ben Ishchai writes, If a person does cheshbon nefesh every single day, judges his soul and gives a judgment to Hashem, even if they want to send him from the heavenly realm some agony, some anguish, everything is sent in a very, very small, limited manner just to wake him up. But if he lives without any soul judgment whatsoever, then he is sent agony and pain without any limit also. And he can also die before his time. Why? It is measure per measure. You live without any judgment, without limits. So a person will also receive agony and pain without any judgment, without any limits. So we're going to have to speak about this again and again. So that we know how people do this, how people judge their souls and give the judgment to Hashem. It's worth your while, if you can, to learn the book in forest fields and the book, The Garden of Emuna. All the places where it speaks about Nefesh, judging your soul and giving the judgment to Hashem. Learn what is written about it and start asking questions. There are many questions to ask about this topic. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I just did a run. <laughs> the exercise. It's, uh, you know, I lost a few pounds. How do you feel, Yosef? You're getting that Amuna vibes. Well, we want to hear like from I, you, Yosef Daniel. You're in Ramat Bet Shemesh, <laughs> is that right? Ramat Bet Shemesh, Ramat Bet Shemesh. I'm actually in Ramat Bet Shemesh, uh, Gimel. I'm Gimel. about maybe a two-minute drive away from uh, from brother Nisim Baruch Ben Ben uh, Abraham, and um, and we're 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 enjoying our, our time here. The 
you know, with the be dude with the kids and, and enjoying, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's challenging, but, uh, but Ruch Hashem, like so many, so many great opportunities, so many great opportunities to, to spend time learning and, you know, just to, to be with the family. Um, one of my sons, uh, started making music Wow! and, uh, I actually have a surprise um, that I wanted to announce as well. Other, aside from the track that I'm making with uh, with uh, Brother Nisim, I'm actually uh, going to be putting out a track that my sons, uh, three of my sons, uh, sang on. So, wow. very Family excited business. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're giving it over yeah, to the next generation. Like That's what we have to do. We have to pass it on. We have to pass on the Imuna. You know, Abraham Avinu. Um, gave us that that emuna uh, DNA, you know, and it's uh, it's something that uh, that we we, we want to pass on to our children. Obviously, coming from where we come from, you know, where we didn't grow up with Torah and mitzvot, and I heard the 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 name Hashem for the first time when I was 24 years old. Wow, you know, I didn't so know what Talmud Bavli um, was when I was 18, 19. I never put on tefillin. <laughs> It's ridiculous, the, the lack so, of knowledge know, of our own culture, our own religion. Amazing. It, it's okay. Even yeah. though even though I'm FFB from from birth, I didn't know anything about Imuna until I became closer to the Rav. So we're all in the same boat here. <laughs> yeah, it's you know one of one of the things that I that I you know, speaking with friends about these kind of subjects, you know, um, it always you know I also had a, a kind of a similar question for the Rav. About uh, you know Lashonara and like just you know um, things that I hear um, you know uh, within the within our, our community um, and um, but I always I kind of always go back to the fact that you know we're we're in Galut we're in Galus you know and um, and that's 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 one of the things that's it's unfortunate so how do my my question that's a tad that was attached to that, you know, like why is there so much, or how do we deal with it? How do we react to it in a way? Because right now it seems like times are still very sensitive. Um, but um, my a question that was attached to to that uh, to that particular question was uh, was you know, and I guess you know how how close how close are we to to that? you know, final, final stage for that final push, because, um, I mean, coming from the outside, coming from the outside world, and just being Jewish for 10 years, um, I feel the desperation, I feel the, the heavy burden of, of the, of the Galut, you know, um, and, uh, just, I guess in my, in my, um, in my short amount of years, you know, um, I've I've felt a great amount of of uh, of, uh, of a heavy heavy burden that that I can that I can see and that I can feel that I'm that has been going through. And I can't even imagine, you know, for hundreds of years, and I can't even imagine being part of, let's say, a family that's a Holocaust survivor and things like that. But how close are we? You know, that's I guess that's that's uh, the question for every, everyone that's you know concerned about the times. רבי יוסף הרב שואל, הוא אומר, אני רב רק עשר שנים, אני התקרבתי הרב ליהדות, ואני מרגיש את העול 
ואת המסע של הגלות. ואני רק עשר שנים, אני לא רוצה לתאר מה אנשים עברו, אנשים שהם ניצולי שואה במאות שנים, באלפי שנים. הרב, עד כמה אנחנו קרובים כבר לשלב האחרון? כי די, כבר אי אפשר לסחוב כבר את המסע הזה של הגלות. עד כמה? הוא צודק, באמת. You're absolutely right. הוא התקרב בעשר שנים הקשות. אני מלווה את עם ישראל יותר מ-40 שנה. You came closer, רבי יוסף, in the ten difficult years. I am following, I'm going with Am Yisrael for 40 years. ובאמת עשר שנים אחרונות. And these last 10 years? באמת, ממש נהיה כבד. Indeed, things have become heavy and more difficult. בפרט עכשיו בשנה הבאה. Especially now in the last year. גלות, גלות. It has become exile, real exile. יש כלל תמיד. There's always a rule. אם החושך גדול מאוד, when darkness is very great, סימן שאנחנו קרובים לאור. It means that we're closer to light. אז אנחנו באמת מקווים שמהחושך הזה נראה את האור. We truly hope that from this darkness we're going to merit to see the light. אבל זה אני אמרתי שגם עכשיו בשיא האושך. But this is something that I've said that even now in the peak of darkness. מי שחי באמונה. If you live with אמונה, you live with faith. יש לו גן עדן עכשיו, עכשיו בתקופה הזאת יש לו גן עדן. Even now in this period you have heaven on this earth. שמח וטוב לא. You're happy, things are good for you. נהיה לי יותר טוב. Everything is just getting better. אבל מה? אבל כואב לנו על עם ישראל. When pain for עם ישראל. איזה כאב. What kind of pain? שאין להם אמונה, אין להם דעת. The pain that they don't have אמונה, they don't have faith, and they don't have the wisdom and knowledge and understanding. בשביל זה אנחנו עושים את השיעור הזה. That is why we're having this class. ועושים, לכן אנחנו מבקשים ממנו שיתחזק להפיץ על בית הספרים. And that's why we'd like to ask you to strengthen yourself and to spread and distribute more and more books. You'll awaken other people. Anyone who grasps onto those books, he's not part of this exile. May we merit. Well, someone asked, why is it so hard to finish off conversion? They've been going through conversion for three years. מישהו הרב שואל, זה גם קשור לפרשת יתרו, למה כל כך קשה לו לעשות גירות? הוא כבר עובר דרך התהליך שלוש שנים, למה זה כל כך קשה לעבור את התהליך הזה? באמת, מצד אחד, אין, מקבלים את כולם, מי שרוצה להתגייר, מקבלים אותו. Truly, on one side, anyone who really wants to convert, we accept him. אם באמת רוצה, יקבלו אותו. If he really wants to, he'll be accepted. יש לנו גדולי העולם, גדולי עם ישראל היו גרים. We have some great people in the history of עם ישראל, who they themselves were converts. וכל עם ישראל מתחילים מאברהם אבינו, שהוא הגר הראשון. And all of עם ישראל, start from אברהם אבינו, he was the first convert in the world. 
ויש לנו גדולי העולם, דוד המלך הוא בן גרים. We have great people in Jewish history. David HaMelech, King David, was the son of converts. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Meir Balanes. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir Balanes. Onkulus Ager. Onkulus, who himself was a convert. That's why a person can convert and can become the greatest person in Am Yisrael. It just shows you that our Torah is not racist. But on the other hand, a person need, really needs to want to convert. We need to teach him to learn the book, the Garden of Emunah. If he learns the Garden of Emunah, and he'll do his bodhidus for this, speak to Hashem for an hour every single day, then his conversion process will be quick and easy. Smile. Wow. So, so Daniel, you went through this, didn't you? Not, a, not an easy process, I'm sure. Yosef, we're going we're gonna to ask you to sing a final song, but before we do, we're going to just ask the Rav if he has any final words to say before we uh, end off the class, okay? Well, Rav, before we ask Rabbi Yosef to sing the last song, the last song that he finished the project, do you have a few words to say to the end of the project? I'd like to tell Am Yisrael, and to the whole world, There's only one truth. And that is, there's a creator to this world. And he alone leads this world. 
He did everything and he's going to do everything and he shall do in the future. He's doing in the present. There's nothing else except for him. He is good and only does good. Speak to him and you'll have heaven on this world. Smile. Beautiful. This, this song that I'm going to share is the Hidiyah's one that my wife and I wrote that I shared last time with the acoustic guitar. Is that the show?
perdón. Because it was already time. It took a long time. Yikes! It is too much. It's too much.